0: Did you notice Sherry Marcucci from the Palace Theatre back in the lobby again?
1: Oh, is that who I was speaking <laughs> That's with? That's who you were speaking
0: oh, with, oh, oh, along oh, oh, with Barbara Davitt. And Barbara, as I, I told Barbara, she's coming in to take over coffee break, but I'm only kidding. I don't want <laughs> to cross, you know, so, swords with wow. Babsy and you, because I know she loves you. But you're really here to talk about your ongoing series... Uh, yesterday, you, you touched upon this when you talked about some of the season things happening at the Palace Theater, and you're back today to talk with uh, with Elliot Davis. I love this. Banker to a bootlegger? <laughs> Tell me, what's the deal?
1: <laughs> well, the deal is that, and I get, give credit to Elliot, he came up with that title, and it's a fabulous title, for a gentleman who's going to be so fascinating this coming Wednesday evening. Um Wait a minute. What's today? Thursday. So uh, uh, almost a week Yes. from today yes. Um at 7 o'clock at the Palace Theater in the Polite Club. And he's kicking off our second act series this season. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> and he's kicking it off in a wonderful, exciting way because he's not only going to be a very um engaging speaker, he's got that... I don't think he's Irish. I think he's Scotch. I could be wrong here, mm-hmm. but he's got the Irish twinkle, nonetheless, in his eye. And or um, he's
0: Irish and he likes Scotch.
1: <laughs> Maybe that could be. And um, he he's just very charming and fun. And he is going to also be bringing his um, what he's going to be talking mm-hmm. about this morning. His spirits.
0: Wow. Yeah. So he's a spiritual guy.
1: <laughs> in a sense, yes. <laughs>
0: Shall we bring him in?
1: I think so. Should I put him on the air? I think that, that would be wonderful.
0: And, Elliot, I know you can hear this feed. So just before you come on, I'm going to embarrass you. Your picture's in the newspaper today. And Sherry said, oh, she thinks you're a very handsome gentleman. So the, uh, now that I've embarrassed you, Elliot, I'm going to punch the button up and say, good morning. Welcome to WATR.
2: Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good,
0: thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hello? So, oh, there what, you are. <laughs> what,
1: am I
0: there? <laughs> yes, you are there loud I, and I, clear. Yes. Good, good, good.
1: So Elliot is going to um, regale us with some stories, but also he has got a very interesting background. And Elliot, you can jump in here at any point, but he went from being an investment banker, essentially, for most of his uh, adult life. To um, when he relocated to Connecticut, kind of decided he wanted to get into, I think, farming. And then um, somehow or another, he became a distiller and actually bought a little hamlet, I believe. Uh, Elliot, am I giving the...
0: Is she right, Elliot?
1: Right info? She's
0: darn close. She's (laughs)
1: darn close. Okay.
2: After after 35 years of being in the investment business, both banking and venture capital, uh, I decided to do a project closer to home, and I'd raised my kids in Washington, and then I'm the founder of Mine Hill Distillery in Roxbury, and so seven years ago I bought a, you know, the town of uh, Roxbury Station <laughs> and did a three-year restoration, and we won the historic preservation award for the state, and then we opened in 2019, creating some really award-winning spirits, and then we abruptly had to shut down for COVID but we kept making the whiskeys and laying them away and we're sitting on the shipag river. So, uh, we had, uh, a waterfall. So we've got what we're now calling our waterfall whiskey series and we've got award-winning gins. And it's really, it's a great passion project, but literally went from banker to bootlegger.
0: You know, Elliot, I did go on your website. I'm sure Sherry did too and looked at all the pictures and the photos of your spot there and what you did for the mine Hill distillery what you did you accomplished in renovating and bringing back to light the old i guess it was an old train station right it's beautiful yep
2: it's it's 100 it's celebrating its 150th anniversary so uh the station opened in 1872 and i think it's kind of fun that the palace is celebrating its 100th anniversary <laughs>
1: And it's a great marriage. And, and speaking of marriage, um, Elliot's um, created actually a, a venue out of the distillery. So um, people have actually held events, had um, weddings there, I believe. It, and it's a very got a very cool vibe to it. And And, of course, it's beautiful in the Litchfield Hills, on the river, um, you know, it, it doesn't get much better than that. Of course, the palace, too. But
0: Has Hallmark <laughs> approached you yet to make a movie there? You know, one of those nice Hallmark love stories with the background uh, of your spot?
1: We actually had a movie shot there
2: two two years ago during COVID. Oh. Uh, it was on uh, Discovery, and it was called The Devil Made Me Do It.
0: <laughs> uh, we have to look it up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, it, it, that's, a, that's a shaggy dog story that I could share perhaps next week. Um, and the other thing that I'm really proud of is that uh, our motto is still made in Connecticut. So all our grains, malts, uh, and other ingredients all come from Connecticut farms. And so this is this is kind of the virtuous circle. And, you know, in finance, you don't always feel virtuous. But, uh, <laughs> hey, making some, making some good booze is, is a great way to
0: go. <laughs> I'm looking and- forward to taking a drive out there one of these days and having a little sip-sip, yeah.
1: Well, and if uh-huh. you come to the palace next week, you can take some sip-sips. Oh, that's right. Elliot's going to actually, um, not, he's going to be bringing some samples. Um, So people can have a little tasting after his uh, uh, his presentation. And um, before his presentation, there'll be some cocktails, craft cocktails um, that are representative of uh, in keeping with the palace hundred year anniversary. um, Cocktails that were familiar back in 1922. So I think that's fun. We'll do
2: some roaring. We'll do some roaring 20 cocktails.
1: I love that. I love that, and and you're also going to be sharing um, some some uh, slides of the restoration and the the, the uh, distillery. Is that my That's my understanding.
2: Yep, I think you know for anyone who wants to attend, this is going to be an easy, fun you know chat about how I've sort of done a you know major career change. Uh, the cocktails never hurt uh, lubricating the audience. Um, and, and you get to sample something that's literally, you know, just minutes down the road from Waterbury. So uh, it's, it's a pretty easy kickoff to the series.
1: It absolutely is. And one of the things I noticed that, um, and I'm sure you're going to be talking about this on Wednesday, next Wednesday, um, is that you were very intentional in your second act rather than by serendipity, which we've had presenters that, you know, represent both ends of that spectrum. But I think that's an important message. And I said this yesterday, and I'm in talking about um, your, your um, presentation, that for somebody that's, you know, in 35, 45, you know, they think, oh, I can worry about those years later on. But really, now, in, in your more youthful years, is the is the best time to start thinking, what is it that I'm passionate about? Or what do I really love that I'm hoping to accomplish in my life? So hearing somebody like you, um, you know, talk and uh, give that message, I think is really important. So when people think of second act, you don't have to just be a 50 or 60 or 70 year old to come and listen. But you certainly can learn a lot if you're in your 30s or 40s and hear some of our presenters.
2: Well, I think I think Sherry that uh, you know post COVID people have started to you know question what they want to do and where they want to spend their time and you know how to make a living but also live a fulfilling life. Yes. So I think the mess the message of a second act resonates from twenties to you know to the grave.
1: Yes, absolutely, and and that's what I. That's what brings me joy when I put this together and looking for people to be presenters is how do we engage not only the people that the time frame fits, but the people that are um, younger and could benefit from learning something. You know, it's always we're always looking in what's the saying in the rear view mirror. And it would be <laughs> great to be looking forward and saying, as you said, Alia what am i you know what is it that i really want to be doing and, and and covid if anything good came out of it it kind of touched that place in people that said you know i'm here for a finite period of time on this earth and i want to make the most of it
2: yeah and we've we've led workshops at the distillery for what i'd call aspiring distillers or you know people who want to try something new and we've had you know 25 people at a time literally come from around the world. Um, you know, cause they have a passion in, in, in spirits, but it's really about how do you take that next step? Yeah. And so, you know, whether you want to, you know, become a bootlegger or, you know, shift gears and do something that you're passionate about, that's what I think second acts are really about.
1: And I, 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 yes, you're absolutely right. And, um, that, I think that's the piece that, um, uh, people, um, stumble on, stumble with, you know, I have this idea or I know I have this something that is important to me that I want to, you know, spend time with, but how do I go about it? Not everybody knows those steps. And so, yes, that can act. And I'm thinking, um, for instance, if you, you have an idea for a book and everybody has an idea for a book, but how, what is the process? How do I make it go from being in my brain or on my computer to in somebody's hands or on their Kindle enjoying it or on Audible? You know, I think those, those are pieces that people would love to learn. And we have shared um, through Second Act and will continue to do things of that nature because you're right. I mean, people, people need to know, okay, how do I make it happen?
2: and that's i think part of my background i've been in venture capital for probably 25 years and that's all about startups and it's really how you research you know the path you want to take you network with others in the industry and you make a plan and and you, you can't stumble into something yet you, like you said you have to be intentional mm. and so i think my background in finance and in investing helped me launch myself in a completely different Direction, and and it's been a great move. Uh, so, definitely very happy for the whole uh,
1: shift. Well, and and thank you for being willing to share your knowledge and your your experience with people. And if you're listening and wondering what are we talking about here, we're talking to Elliot Davis, who is. Um, our upcoming second act, kicking off our second act series next Wednesday at the Palace Theater in the Polite Club at 7 p.m. And come early so you can taste some of the great cocktails that will be um, mixed up by our mixologist based on Elliot's uh, recipes, uh, cocktails from the Roaring Twenties. And then after his presentation, he'll also give out samples of some of his spirits, and you'll get a chance to kind of... uh, You know, bend his ear, if you will. And there is Q&A, by the way, after the presentation as well. So if, you know, you have questions, uh, you want to know, well, how did you do X or whatever, whatever your question might be, um, you'll have that opportunity as well. And what's nice about Second Act, Tom and Alia, it's in an intimate setting. It's in our Poli Club. So there's only a capacity, full capacity is about 80 people. Um, But you're in that small space. You you feel like the person you're having a one on one almost with them, and I love that aspect of it. I love using that space for this series. I think it just lends to um, the enjoyability, if you will, does, uh, yeah. of the series. It's
0: very personal yep. space. Now, Elliot, I have a question. Uh, while you were researching the the cocktails of the 1920s, uh, would you feel that back in the day people had stronger spirits or stronger drinks than we do today, or? <laughs> I feel like it may have been a hard-hitting era. I'm not sure. Well,
2: (laughs) people certainly were dancing the jitterbug. Yes. Um, I I think, you know, what what people remember more from the Prohibition era is, you know, the bathtub gins, which were, you know, really not very good. Um, And so I think over time we've, you know, refined the distilling process. And what's fun with craft spirits now is it really, you can reflect the sense of place. And so what, you know, we're doing in Connecticut with local ingredients is different than maybe what I was just back from Scotland. The gin scene is, is exploding there, you know, beside the whiskey world. So I love that craft spirits can reflect a sense of place. You can support farms, connect with your community. So we do a lot of give back to, you know, the surrounding area. And so this is, this is the fun side of it. You, you know, there's nothing to be gained from doing a me too, uh, spirit. Uh, I don't need to be Maker's Mark. I don't need to be, you know, Beefeater's Gin. Um, so we're doing things that are great. We're kind of doing a handful of things really well. And for me, I love talking about it. I'm passionate. Uh, and, you know, and if people come and want to hear a bit about, you know, my journey, it's really more about inspiring them to, to follow theirs and come thirsty. I mean, this is going to be a fun a fun event.
0: For sure. And how how do people find... Uh, easily mine Hills, uh, your, your wonderful, uh, mine Hills craft spirit, your location.
2: So we're, we're the easiest way is, you know, go to our website,
0: which is minehilldistillery.com go
2: to the, where to buy, which is in the spirit section. And we're probably in over almost 200 locations now, both, uh, bars, restaurants, as well as package stores. Mm-hmm. So we're really, we're, we're growing rapidly post COVID, uh, people are responding well, um, and you can follow us on social, you know, so on Instagram and Facebook, we post where we're doing samplings around the state um, or where we're partnering with uh, different groups.
0: And you're open in your own location as well.
2: Absolutely. I mean, uh, we've got a landmark destination. It's gorgeous. We're technically open, you know, noon to four on weekends, mm-hmm. but we have a great big bell on the front of the uh train station and if you ring it anytime during the week we'll
0: come out so <laughs> now that's service that is definitely service
1: but <laughs> it's elliot a great Davis. destination yeah. too it's beautiful now. out there now in oh the fall, autumn. In the fall oh my god what yeah. a great um thing and if you're among the retirees you could go during the week and ring the bell and you know have oh elliot special- we're
0: here <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely by the way if or, home or are you if Hallmark you know, you does come be- calling, Elliot, to make a movie, yeah. use the title. Tell them you have to use the title "Banker to a Bootlegger." That is a Hallmark title, honest to God. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, let's well let's do the uh, the prelude uh, <laughs> next week on Wednesday.
0: Right.
1: So, if people are um, wondering about getting tickets, very easy. Call the Palace Theater Box Office at 203-346-2000 or go to our website, Palace Theater ct.org and um look for um off stage programs oh yes that's where Mm -hmm. you're going to find um not only second act but some of our other um series and small uh boutique type uh experiences and and the the tickets are very affordable by the way so
0: excellent they are they're really affordable yeah twenty dollars so they're still 20 bucks yeah you can't go to a movie for 20 bucks no, anymore. You
2: can't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the movie theater doesn't serve samples of you know, good, good booze.
0: So. Exactly. That's, right. That's exactly. right.
2: This is a, t- this is a twofer.
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh, Elliot Davis, thank you so much for being with us today. I, uh, I think Mary Beth and I are free on Wednesday, next but, Wednesday. I, I would, you, will you will love we this love event. It, yeah. And
1: I do want to give a quick shout out to our many sponsors of. Second Act, uh, Village East Farms. That's been with us from the beginning. Ollie, that um, is is back on board, and we're so yes, thrilled about yeah. that. Work um, uh, Insurance, Work Insurance, and Mary Ellen and Tim Work. And there's one Sky Hill. <laughs> credit union skyline credit union Uh (laughs) i don't see it here so um, we're thankful very thankful for their support and um encouragement as we develop uh, some of our new programs wonderful
0: wonderful thanks for being here sherry yes elliot thanks for having me and we'll see you next wednesday Uh, i look forward to it elliot thank you so very much have a terrific day very nice to have him on the air elliot davis the man the myth the 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 maker of the booze (laughs) Well, you've got to go check this out. I, uh, Sherry and I have checked it out online. It's absolutely yes. breathtakingly Connecticut. The, the, what he did out there in Roxbury up along the Chapaug River is just gorgeous. He I've took been that. there. Oh, I've actually, oh, you have, be, have you? Yes,
1: I have. Um, <laughs> and when we first met with Elliot, um, he invited us to have our meeting out mm-hmm. at the distillery. Uh-huh. And it's so cool. I mean, and if you're a lover of history, um, you're going to really, I mean, the place is just mind-blowing. So,
0: and the investment into what he did with the beautiful structuring of all those older buildings gorgeous
1: you can tell he's a visionary yeah. he he definitely is sharp sharp gentleman and uh you know and what i love is he mentioned is that he's working with other local businesses and helping um bring economic activity to that area um the farms that yes. he's working yeah. with that's so important it really so, is um, yeah very yeah. important He's a neat guy
0: and a great uh, subject. And thanks for coming back to let us talk to him, Sherry.
1: I'm. Um, thank you for always being open and having us. And Wetr is one of our sponsors. Oh, of I course. was
0: waiting for that. <laughs> My God.
1: You know, sometimes relying <laughs> on the memory. I was like... looking,
0: but I, don't, I didn't see all your sponsors. I saw the Palace sponsors. Yeah, but yeah. I think you have different ones.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but Wait. thank you, thank you, thank. You. And uh, you know, Tom, we no. love no. Wetr. Thank the you. The Palace, and we wish you all the all the best in uh in going forward under the new management and ownership and you it you are waterberry thank you
0: thank you so very much i appreciate that and thanks for being here today my friend thanks Jerry. it's great to have you here